Well, folks, Sean Jerry Adams, a race. August Maris Gra, Tasola Gomsa Gowil Shivsha, a leg Gumoy. So, just to deal with a, a very faxed uh, issue. In the 1970s, the IRA shot dead and secretly buried a number of people. And this is a terrible legacy of that period. The families of those killed have suffered a grievous injustice. Republicans, including the IRA, recognised and have acknowledged this fact. What happened was wrong and unjustifiable. In the autumn of 1997, as part of the outworking of the peace process, and following representations from Father Alex Reid and myself, the IRA established a special investigative unit to ascertain the whereabouts of those graves of those they had killed and buried. And following that investigation, the IRA said it believed that the number of persons involved was nine. In April 1999, it issued a statement acknowledging this and naming those killed and buried by it. The Independent Commission for the Location of Victims' Remains was established in the same month by the Irish and British governments. This followed representations from myself and Father Alex Reid. The hope at that time that the remains would be quickly recovered proved naive. One reason for this is that the IRA, as is widely acknowledged, had no institutionalised memory, no records to examine that would provide accurate information. It was entirely reliant on the memories of those who were involved. After so many years, memories proved elusive in some cases. Only small numbers of people were involved and some had died in the intervening period. Geography and landscape too had changed, making the pinpointing of locations really challenging. And of course, the IRA no longer exists. After the first bodies were recovered, there was then a significant gap. And I discussed this with Father Alex Reid and we put a proposal to the governments in 20. 2001, in which we argued for the governments to employ experts in the recovery of remains. We also proposed the use of high-tech equipment and archaeological methods, including archaeological specialists, forensic experts, specialist scanning equipment and body dogs. We also suggested, in fact it was Father Reid's suggestion that a recreation of the scene approach would be adopted. It took some years for this to materialise. The service of a forensic science investigative consultant was secured. Jess Nuffler took up his position in 2005 and immediately carried out a review of the work up to that point. Republicans immediately engaged with Mr Nuffler and up to his retirement last year, met with him on numerous occasions as a result, the efforts to locate remains continued. In 2007, Mr Nuffer 
acknowledged the cooperation he and his team received. He said, in a spirit of cooperation and reconciliation, they, the IRA, are trying to help in every way they can. I'm absolutely convinced that they are doing everything they can to assist. The support that we have had from them has been absolutely 100% from day one. Jeff Nutzer's deputy, John Hill, who has since taken over as lead investigator, reiterated this. The process to date has involved the use of aerial photographs from military or commercial sources of the sites at the time of the killings, ordnance survey maps of this period, forestry records, x-ray equipment, archaeological experts, records, maps, photos, reports of work already carried out on each site. The appointment of a project manager with the power to make things happen. Its success can be seen in its results. In the most recent account, the Commission reported that 17 people were killed and secretly buried. Seamus Ruddy was a victim of the INLA and his remains were recovered in May 2017 and Seamus Maguire is believed to have been the victim of another Republican group. The list does not include Lisa Dorian, who is believed to have been killed by the UVF and whose death after the Good Friday Agreement is outside the work or the remit of the Commission. As a result of the work of the Commission and information provided to it by Republican sources, 13 bodies have been recovered. There are three outstanding cases that were the IRS responsibility. These are Columba McVeigh, Robert Nyrak and Joseph Linsky. The failure thus far to find the remaining bodies is not due to any lack of resolve or cooperation by Republicans. All these families have a fundamental right to bury their loved ones with dignity. I continue to meet with the Commission and I want to appeal again for anyone with information to bring that information forward. They can do so in complete confidence to me or to the families involved or to the Commission itself. If they wish to speak to someone else, that too is fine. What is important is that anyone with information makes that information available. Finally, I want to commend all of the families who have campaigned with dignity for many years to locate the remains of their loved ones. I also want to acknowledge once again the grave injustice inflicted again upon them and to express my deep regret about this. I want to thank everyone who's helped and worked to help the families, including the Independent Commission of the Location of Victims' Remains and Garda Shikana, WAVE, and the experts and staff who have been brought in to assist in this work. They deserve our full support. The killing and secret burial of people has long been a brutal feature of war. In 2009, a report by the UN Working Group recorded a total of 53,232 cases from 1980, affecting 82 states. According to Historians Padraig O'Rourke and Dr. Andy Bellenberg in an article, Shallow Graves, Documentary and Assessing IRA Disappearances During the Irish Revolution 1919-1923, the IRA was responsible for killing and secretly burying approximately 110 people during that period. No effort was made following the end of the Civil War 
to establish any process by which these bodies could be recovered and returned to their families. We, for our part, must continue our efforts to recover the remains of Columba McVeigh, Robert Nyrak and Joe Linsky. I would appeal to anyone with information to bring that forward. They can do so directly to the Commission on the basis of confidentiality. The, the confidential number for the Commission is 00 The accounts of the Israeli genocide in the Gaza Strip against the Palestinian people have produced many difficult and heart-wrenching moments. The destruction of homes and schools and hospitals, the deliberate killing of over 30,000 children, women and men, the mass murders of health workers, journalists and civilians, the destruction of cemeteries, the premeditated shepherding of civilians into killing zones by the Israeli forces, and so much more have shocked and appalled millions around the world. The Israeli state's war on Gaza will be remembered for all this. It will also be forever remembered as, a, as the Israeli state's war against children. Hind Rajab was aged six. She was a beautiful young child. She wasn't a threat to anyone. She went missing on January the 29th in Gaza City, along with her aunt and uncle and cousins, as they tried to flee in their car. She spoke by mobile to the Palestinian Red Crescent. An audio recording of her last words was released by it. Her family had been killed by an Israeli tank, and she was alone in the car with the bodies of her relatives around her. She was terrified. She pleaded for help. Come take me. You will come and take me. I'm so scared. Please come. Please call someone to come and take me. Desperately, the Red Crescent sought clearance from the Israeli army to send an ambulance. But contact was lost with that also. At the weekend, her decomposing body and those of her family were found in their bullet-riddled car. The ambulance was found parked nearby. It too was destroyed and the two medics killed. This is the Israeli state's war on children. Almost 12,000 children have been killed and many more lie buried under the rubble. And with the Israeli state marshalling its forces for an attack on Rafah, the largest displaced refugee camp in the world, the scene has been set for a humanitarian catastrophe not witnessed before. And finally, and hopefully in a slightly later note, the Moore Street Preservation Trust, and you'll know regular listeners that I'm a big supporter of the plan to develop a revolutionary quarter, a 1916 quarter, along O'Connell Street, Moore Street, the Ways of history, where the leaders of the 1916 rising met for the last uh, time. So the Moore Street Trust, they're ruffling a framed, limited edition Moore Street print by the renowned Irish artist Robert Bala. Tickets are 10 euros or nine pounds sterling, and the draw will take place on Easter Sunday. So remember our history, support the Moore Street campaign, stop the demolition of Moore Street, build the 1916 Cultural Quarter, and you can get your tickets at http 
forward slash forward slash mspt shop dot myshopify dot com forward slash. Okay, a harja shine bijer the kaji jbe mejikanshwi rodi nis gal august nis sasta and shakton shahogin but be be bio gujo slan august banakti shinawil